the 1st of July 2022. In this historic decision, the Supreme Court has now overturned Roe v. Wade. The 1973 ruling that established a constitutional right to abortion has just been wiped away. It started moving back towards the Handmaid's Tale. Guns have more rights than girls. From news.com.au. G'day, I'm Raddy Walden and I've got news for you. When Margaret Atwood wrote her eerie dystopia, The Handmaid's Tale, in 1985, I don't think she realised her fictitious novel could actually veer a little closer to reality than we might have hoped. On the 24th of June 2022, Roe v. Wade was overturned by the US Supreme Court, criminalising abortion in parts of America. It was three justices named by one president, Donald Trump, were the core of today's decision to upend the scales of justice and eliminate a fundamental right for women in this country. Several states across the US have automatically restricted or removed access to abortions using trigger laws with about half of the country expected to follow, implementing various levels of abortion bans. As the world reels from the landmark decision, many have shared their own experiences with abortion, including Aussie supermodel, designer and activist Robin Lawley. I sat down with the Vogue cover star who opened up about her own experience. Having an abortion is such a big decision. I, it's disgusting the comments that I've gotten on my photo because everyone's like, you should have just been using contraception. And it's made a lot of us here at home wonder, could Australia possibly face a similar future to the US? We'll be back in a moment. The history of Roe versus Wade is a lengthy one, dating back to 1973. At that time, the US Supreme Court declared that the government could not participate in abortion discussions. The Supreme Court today ruled that abortion is completely a private matter to be decided by mother and doctor. So where does that leave us today, almost 50 years later? Essentially, the Supreme Court has overturned its own decision and women are paying the price. When abortion is illegal, it doesn't stop abortions, it still happens. It just has incredibly devastating consequences. This news is stunning and sad and it's terrifying. One person who knows firsthand what it's like is Robin Lawley. Robin, you moved to New York about 15 years ago. What's the feeling like in America at the moment? It's a pretty big downer. I feel like we've gone back in time and all my friends, you know, I even had my sister from Australia like message me on the day being like, I'm so sorry, Robin. It's like that kind of situation. Like you just feel like your rights have just been taken away from you. And I feel lucky to be in New York, but I'm really feeling for women in those states that have like completely banned it. It's just, it's shocking, like shocking. And so this isn't a ban that sits across the whole country. No, there's a lot of states like California and New York and a lot more that are very liberal and they've put actually laws in place that will not ban abortion. So that's what the Supreme Court did. They just made it more state-based, but we've got a lot of extreme, very extreme states that have very extreme views that are now trying to run the show, basically. I feel like in Australia, we always look at America and, and we think, you know, oh, what a f***ed up system that is. But... It's pretty similar here. Our abortion laws are also state by state. Yeah. No, like, I think Australians might forget that, you know, it could happen to Australia anytime with your rights and things like that. Like, America sets trends, you know, and other countries follow suit. So that's what I'm kind of more scared about. They've already done civil war here. Like, they don't need to do it again. And I think this is such an, an extreme stance 
that it could potentially lead to much more scary things. And so where were you when you found out the news? Uh, I was actually doing yoga. <laughs> I was doing yoga in my house, you know, and I, I had the Apple News thing just come up saying the Roe versus Wade and I was just like, what? And, you know, we all thought it might happen because we had the Trump situation and him electing the three justices. It, it kind of got forgotten. My partner's a lawyer, so he he was up all night researching all the facts and he's like... He's blown away and he said he's ha- his grandma has passed away. Um, she passed away with bloody Trump in presidency, but had she been alive for this, I think she would have been bawling her eyes out because, you know, we've, we've done this, we've been through this. Why are we going back in time? Yeah, and Roe versus Wade was, you know, the precedent for a lot of other legislation in America. So it is kind of a scary situation. Exactly. And I think giving the power like this to the states... There's, they can be so extreme. You took to Instagram recently to share a really raw post of your own choice to have an abortion. Can you tell me about that? I did that big post on Instagram because a lot of people are kind of coming back at me and saying, if the mother's life is at jeopardy, then you know they will allow an abortion. But now they're giving it kind of to the state's power and to the courts. So instead of it being the doctor's decision, like what defines a medical and emergency? And what happens if the you know pregnancy goes fine for a few months and then becomes a medical emergency? Like, will she go to jail if she tries to get it aborted? Like, taking the well, putting the power like to doctors as well. Like, we're taking the power away and making the doctors scared of felonies. Like, going to jail. Like, that's going to make a lot of states shut their doors. Yeah. And they have already. Yeah. They've shut their doors already. It's already started to happen. Yeah, I saw a TikTok of an abortion clinic in the US that was just, like, preparing for a day of, like, mass abortions because they were going to have to shut their doors. Yeah. Well, no one wants to go to jail. And I think when that's kind of held over you, it's it's shocking. And, like, even, you know, if a woman from Alabama tries to go get an abortion in another state or tries to call the doctor while she's in Alabama, like, will she get charged with, you know, you know uh, felony? Like, it's getting, it's so confusing, and that's why the Roe versus Wade made it a lot easier, you know, and, yeah, I think making it this way is just going to have a lot of people scared and not know what to do. Right, so it's still a little bit unknown about how it might all play out. Yes. So we've got eight states that have already completely made it illegal, including rape and incest, it's so gross and disturbing. Like, it's shocking. I don't know what to say. Like, you know, you could get raped and then now you have to keep the baby. Good luck. <laughs> with no medic, with all those states that have made it that way, that have gone into making it illegal, have the least care for women. They don't give a shit about you. You know, you've got no health care. They don't care about your baby. You know, it's, it's disgusting. It's ironic. And it's like, I, I'm sad because I loved living in America. And now I'm like, I'm kind of shocked by it all. Up next, Robin shares her story. I'm not going to feel guilty for my decision. I'm standing by my decision because it was such a monumental decision and if it happens to me again, I will have to do the same thing. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Robin, you had your first child in 2015, but following her birth, you became quite unwell with lupus, which did have an impact on your decision to have an abortion a few years later. Do you mind sharing your story? Yeah, you know, I share it because I just want people to know about the risks of lupus. Uh, After my daughter was born, a few weeks kind of afterwards, my health kind of just went downhill and it went to a point where I had aphasia, which is I can't talk. And I was was having strokes. I had two strokes. And we went to a hospital in America and they turned me away thinking I had women's problems. Um, Like she's just hysterical basically when I was having a full-blown stroke. And uh, my family came to the rescue, took me back home to Australia and the doctors were shocked and they found out the reason why I had the strokes was because I had lupus, which caused a blood clotting disorder called APS, which then gave me the strokes. Long story cut short. (laughs) I said that story because, you know, if I had another child, if I became pregnant again, which I did, um, I had to make the decision of having an abortion because although I've put my lupus and APS in remission now, at the time that I made the decision to have an abortion, I was having active lupus and I just, having a stroke is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And I just didn't want to have a stroke again. Mm. And having an abortion is such a big decision. I, it's disgusting the comments that I've gotten on my photo because everyone's like, you should have just been using contraception. If you knew this problem you had, like, like who the frick are you? You have no idea what I was doing. And I, I've been in a loving relationship for close to 12 years. Like me and my partner are very solid, but it's, disturbing now that I have to give reason to why I had to have an abortion. Mm -hmm. And even for women that aren't ready for it, like mentally, they shouldn't have to feel obliged to even give reason. I feel like if you're not in the mental capacity to have a baby, it should be your decision to get an abortion. Um, So I'm, I'm very, you know, pro choice is all I can say. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what was that decision like? Was it purely based on your medical condition? Because, you know, you're in America and I guess the challenges associated with making that decision over there are perhaps amplified. My big decision was because I had to take anti like epileptic drugs and that can cause deformities on the baby. So that was a big decision maker for me, but also financially and emotionally, you know, I had had my daughter, I had been through such a life thing, like altering thing and, and I felt content, you know, and, the decision still haunts me, though. I'm not going to say it was like an e- easy decision and I walked out of it free. You know, mm-hmm. I still think about what ifs. You know, you can't help it but think about what ifs. And now getting called a murderer, it's really making me feel like it's, I had to call my sisters. I had to have like women like st- stroke me on the back and be like, Robin, you, ha- you had to make a decision. You did the right decision. Like, don't let them get to you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm trying to stand up for women because I know that feeling that you have to make and it's such a big decision. So just know you made the right decision and I'm here for you. Yeah, that's such a awful thing to have to go through. But also, uh, you know, lucky that you were able at that time to make that decision and have your, you know, have your choice. Yeah, and the doctors, you know, that were informing everyone, like even to go get the abortion, everyone was very nice and gentle and sweet. It wasn't like, a, you know, horrifying experience, you know. They all understood and, you know, it happened. And I, like I said, I still think about it and it's not an easy decision. So this this whole lazy men's like contraception idea is such bullshit and aggravating. Just, just know that any woman that has to go through that, it's a huge 
monumental decision on their life and they don't take it easy. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people joking about it, but it does feel very Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very scared because I feel like this is just a start. These justices are, are going to show what their powers are. And for me, I really care about the environment and I think the EPA is next. Like, they're going to come after it and they're going to allow the states to do whatever the frig they want to the environment. It's like a very scary time. This is probably going to sound wrong and it's not that people can't empathise if they're not part of the situation, but I really feel like you know, you being able to share your story and get your story out there really helps people be able to um, understand these issues a lot better. Yeah, no, it really helps me reading about women's other stories and why they had to get abortions and what they went through. And that really helps me. So that's why I thought, like, I just had to put something out there because I want to be there for the women that have had to go through that decision. It's been a thing that has been kept hush-hush for so long like even here, it's, you, it's hard to get people to talk about this as an issue, um, whether it's politics or health reasons. It all seems a little bit swept under the carpet. I never wanted a stroke or lupus. You know, it happened to me and I'm not going to feel guilty for my decision. You know, like I said, sometimes I have to call people in my family to make me, you know, stand by and help me feel that confident. But I think everyone feels that way. You know, I think it's just you have to really, you know, I'm standing by my decision because it was, you know, such a monumental decision. And if it happens to me again, I will have to do the same thing. Roe vs Wade is very real in the US. But could a similar situation unfold here in Australia? I find out after the break. I think you should always be worried that your rights can be taken away. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats, and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. It may come as a surprise to some, but abortion isn't as progressive in Australia as you may think. Although most states do allow abortion in some form, in WA, abortion is still regulated by the criminal code. South Australia is the most recent state to move abortion from criminal law into healthcare legislation, but that decision is only coming into effect this month. However, there are still some barriers to getting an abortion, like the cost and where you live. Medical abortions can cost hundreds of dollars, and a surgical one, thousands. Robin, having grown up in Sydney, do you think that we should be worried that a similar situation could potentially play out here? I think you should always be worried that your rights can be taken away. <laughs> like, I know that's a bit polarizing, but in this kind of time, you know, it's, there is a lot of countries in the world that don't allow abortions. You know, women's rights is not equal everywhere. We're definitely second, second class citizens in a lot of places. And I've witnessed it firsthand. So I think always, you know, make power to your rights. There are a lot of rallies in solidarity happening right across Australia tonight and over the weekend. Is it simply down to women to get out and show up or are there things that men can do? Men can show up and make it known too because I think men are so left out of this conversation but they're so a part of it, you know. 
I think, I mean, Biden, it was a bit weak of a, a speech. He basically said just, you know, softly protest everywhere, mm. <laughs> you know, make the states known. But a lot of those states are run by hardcore Republicans that are very religious. Like, and even the people that I'm debating right now on my comment section, because I'm debating some hardcore, very, very <laughs> religious people. I mean, good on you for taking up that battle. <laughs> I know. That's what my sister's like. She's like, Robin, you can't reason with them. I don't know what you're trying because their religion, it's their religion. And that's why I'm like, it was your choice. So if you get pregnant and you want to keep the baby because you're very religious, that's your choice. Good for you. But if you want to not keep the baby, that's my choice. You know, I should be able to have my choice. Like stop in trying to preach your choices, like your desires on me. You know, that's what I have the problem with everyone. That's what America was so great about. Like everyone's different. Like, but don't be enforcing your religious beliefs on me. Do you have any advice for anyone that might be listening to this that's trying to seek an abortion um, either here or in the US? Yeah, I mean, for starters, obviously don't feel guilty. It's a huge decision that you have to make. And I know it's one that you're not going to take lightly. And if you're in a state that's made it illegal, like here, just know I think New York had their doors open. I think California's got their doors open. Um, so know that there are states that have their doors open for an abortion and you can still get the abortion pill. Um, <clears throat> I know, yeah, just just know that there are states that are going to allow you, like they, they're just going to have to. I really feel for those women because it's so many, you know, it's always the poorer classes that get really affected by this because, mm. you know, the white rich lady, she can go wherever the frig she wants for this, but, you know, just know that there are going to be places open for you and that you will have the chance. So. Don't keep a baby unless you want that baby. You know, I feel like that's a really, you know, you have to want your child. I Mm. love my daughter and I wanted my daughter. You know, it was a choice I made. So know that it has to be your choice. Attending a rally is a really small way that we can show our solidarity. They're happening in most Australian capital cities this weekend. So get out and make some noise and I'll chat to you next week. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.